Uh, before before we start though, I just want to ask: Do you think thirteen looks really creepy on the back cover? Uh, I <laughs> I read it digitally. Like, I don't have any back cover. I have oh. my, my back cover. Oh, is this the USJ picture? No, I thought this was the yeah. Endeavor picture, isn't it? When's it? No. Oh, that's volume three. Is it? All right, let me hang on. Let me pull volume. It looks. It looks really creepy. I should probably be doing this anyway. I should probably have the print copy beside me just for a reference. Hey. But oh oh yeah yeah uh, oh yeah yeah no it's with, with, the, it, with it looking all derelict yeah it's and, the stained background that really uh, uh oh. it is it is it's, it's nice. the pose with the stained background because you yeah. could have them in a heroic pose or something um with a stained background and it just looks worn it's a combination of the it's two it's the finger I'll be waiting that is very yeah sinister. and it's like <laughs> What's up, Hero fans? My name's Luke, and I am here to welcome you to Hero Notes, the My Hero Academia recap podcast. The podcast that aims to go beyond and recap all 202. I got it wrong last week, Mark. Uh, it's, it's, I said it's 203. Uh, it was actually 202 chapters. And Mark, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna break script. Because usually I, 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 I welcome you to the show. Uh, well, and and you're saying so. I I I think I did something wrong, but um, it's fine. Let's let's roll with it. Yeah. Um. I want to I want to welcome you to the show early. Uh. What up, Batman Beyond Mark? Because yo, what up, Batman Beyond Mark here. Batman Beyond Mark is here, everybody. Uh. And because I wanted to mention um, just a little something because we I don't know if you noticed, Mark, but we have no new uh chapter of my hero academia in this week's weekly shonen jump because i believe that's true yes that is true because kohei horikoshi is on break this week and honestly uh i'm i'm I'm, he really should have taken it a couple weeks ago based on what i've heard like he's like he, he he sounds like he's been maybe a bit overworked and needs needs to basically pull a oh and I feel bad because I forget his name uh who does One Piece like every once in a while he'll take like a month like a couple weeks off mm, mm. and that's worked for him as he's had a consistent manga going that was supposed to just be five years going for uh since ninety seven yes so I mean hey he takes a couple weeks off here uh every so often and because of that all of his characters have been. I can't say I read One Piece, but a lot of people say really well-developed stuff mm-hmm. gets followed through, even if it takes a while some of the time. Like, it, it, you need breaks every once in a while, or you're going to burn out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, there's a reason why One Piece yeah. has such a big following, because uh, it produces quality chapters. And I think, uh, you know, I think yes. My Hero Academia produces quality chapters, especially at this stage. Horikoshi has proven himself... Uh, so that you know he can like, I, that's why I wanted to bring you in this Mark you know how yeah. un- grueling and unforgiving the, the oh I thought of I thought of a better example actually okay I'm listening um, uh, and I, once again forget the mangaka's name but uh, the one who has done uh, both Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. and uh, Hunter Hunter so oh, Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. ends 
fair the show ends differently but it, the manga ends fairly abruptly because i don't believe during its entire run which was uh like a couple dozen volumes um he didn't take a single break and they were very demanding oh. in the early 90s and he straight up burned out so he just ended it he just he just ended it and his one of the things that he's always has said he always regrets that he 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 burned out and he just ended it and he didn't force them to let him have some time off. Mm. Um, so with Hunter Hunter, what people who read that notice that he'll take breaks. He'll, he he takes breaks sometimes long breaks. Um, yes. <laughs> but but because of that, everything has been quality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything has been quality, and he can basically use. Yeah, you remember what happened last time you guys didn't you didn't like give me some time off? Yeah, we're not doing that again. Like so, it, it's good that they ha- take some time off. But I think he's built up, you know, he's built up a pedigree and an yes. audience that, you know, that is that he he can do that and it's justified. Um, and I, he's I, beating himself up, saying sorry, these aren't longer chapters. I should be ashamed. Yeah, like, I'm just like no, dude. That means you need a break. That means you need. That means you either need a break or there's a it's a one short chapter because of the pacing of some of the stuff in between just wouldn't be good. Mm-hmm. So you just make a short one because. Uh, otherwise it breaks the pacing but with all these it, it's a sign he needs a break and it's good that he's taking one do you know how long the break is is it just a week yeah that's the thing it's just one week and you've mentioned that um like the previous chapters like i think 202 was 13 pages i think 201 yes. was 11 something so they are shorter pages than uh, you know is usual and he's been really beating himself up, up about it at the yes the and that's that's kind comments. of more a product of japanese society if yeah, i can be well, that's, brutally honest that's true but um you know i think i think i think uh, one week break is uh fully deserved and well earned at this stage and um especially yes. if we're is this his first break by the way oh no he's had a he's had a even this year i think he had he had at least one break earlier on in the year to okay. um for research and also there was, uh, I think, around... Oh, he went to a convention. He went to... Uh... Yeah, he was in the SDCC. And... Yes, but that, but that's... But honestly, well, that might have been a week off of, of uh, working on My Hero Academia, like, as far as, like, production of it. That's still work. Like, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't there as a... He, he was there as a guest, which means he had panels and other stuff. And that's... Yes. That stuff can... I Having known people who've done stuff at certain... Uh, at, like, professional conventions... Uh, that that's it's just um, physically and emotionally exhausting. Yes, yes, it's, it a, it's another form of work. You know, you might yes. not be behind the drum, but you're, yeah, you're still work, working. Yes, yeah. Um, and even earlier on, I think uh, during the uh, well, I don't want to during a, an event uh, with uh, during a, a festival. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to um, spoil it because you haven't read it, Mark. But there there was one chapter that had unfinished uh, drawings, pretty much. They were, it was just sketches oh, no. at the end. And, and that was fixed for the because uh, that's subsequently been released in the uh, I think it's volume nineteen or twenty in the in the Japanese. Oh, volumes. it was it was it was fixed for the uh, the Tonkabans. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Oh well, I, I, roughly. Uh, come on, this podcast is not known for its good pronunciations. But um, get to your point. <laughs> I I I think even to to come back to him beating himself up, uh, he really around. I remember because I was reading. Uh, reading along weekly at the time, and uh, he really did beat himself up uh, over that. And like they were okay, yeah, they were they weren't finished drawings, but like you know you could still make sense most of the time. And I remember some of the a lot now. I will say a lot of the community is very good at you know being understanding. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that uh, you know he needs to take a break for his own health. 
uh, and you know the, the health comes first. Uh, but you know some people were like complaining, but I think people, you know, if you have enough common sense, you know that it's a good thing. This break is a good thing, and it's something that he deserves. So uh, yes, doesn't doesn't Vigilante come out this week though? Vigilantes comes out this week, and yeah, uh, so it's not like you're completely devoid or devoid of My Hero Academia stuff. And one's justice, so really all the all the content you could ask for. Mark. And well, more in importantly, Japan it's been out for a while, but that, that's true. That's true. More importantly, Mark, uh, the reason why I brought this up is uh, it gives us, you know, uh, this is our secret ulterior motive because uh, while Horikoshi oh, is, is on break, you know, one week. That gives us a chance to catch up, Mark. You know, 195 chapters we can get in the bag. And That's going to be a long podcast. Okay, let's get started. Listen, you know, it took us it took us what nearly two hours to 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 talk about one volume of mangas uh, last week. So, uh, you know, I'm sure we could handle 20 plus manga okay. volumes. Yeah, this, this. I'll just take a bunch of time for the next week off of work. Let's do this. Thing. Sure, you know, like I said, once we get the Patreon up and running, you know, you work will be a thing of the past, Mark. It'll just be my hero academia all week long. That's uh, that's the way I want to live my life. But anyway, we'll get down to business, Mark. Uh, I think we've spent enough time talking about that. Oh, actually, about news. About news. Yes. Uh, look at us being up to date while we talk about four-year-old uh, chapters. We will be talking this week about. Well, we'll be we'll starting off kicking off our volume two content uh, this week, Mark. We'll be discussing chapter eight and chapter nine of the manga. But before we get into that, Mark, we have a bit more housekeeping. Uh, we'll just never get around to talking about the chapters at this stage. Not at this right now. I wanna, I wanna, Mark. I, we, I don't know if you noticed. Actually, I do know that you noticed. I don't know why I keep on saying that. But um, on Twitter, we had a couple of responses. Uh, yes, we did to uh, some of our questions uh, last week. I believe it was. Yeah, for the with, last uh, week's episode. Yes. Yep. With uh, there was a hero who. Uh, uh, it was it was in shadow and we're like we're not sure who this is, mm-hmm. um, and we kind we got we got an answer but we still don't have a name because the hero appears in I believe just a single panel yes in uh, a chapter in volume three volume uh, three well, volume, three. volume yes yeah, it's the USJ so I imagine yes it's either volume yeah because volume it's four the back is the half of the USJ arc yeah 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 so uh, I'll give a shout out to uh, Ash. Sandy Syke on Twitter and um, yep. Mark, I don't know if you know this, but she's been uh, Sandy's been pulling she's pulling out all the stops because she's yes, also she uh, the person who 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 did all that uh, hardcore research for the All Might timeline that yep. we discussed uh, like two episodes back, and now she's schooling us uh, on yep. Hero Notes. Yeah, she was like, "Oh yeah, here here's the uh, here's the the hero is in this one panel right here. He's just a teacher that we have not been introduced to yet, and we haven't seen since." Mm. Which is, I, I gotta say, makes it very kind of strange that you put you put him in the in the kind of silhouette when you put two other teachers who we're fairly quickly introduced to. Mm, like, uh, I don't I don't think we're uh, introduced to. Uh, uh, midnight until like after the USJ arc. I don't, well, I don't think she's fairly prominent. You know, she, she's fairly prominent in it, but uh, but she becomes a fairly prominent character like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still haven't we haven't actually seen this other hero again, unless somewhere in um the festival arc he he's in the background tiny and just nobody's noticed him because nobody's been looking. Um, but we don't have a name. We we don't even know what year he teaches. We don't know what his quirk is. Honestly, we don't we don't know if he's a He's a proper teacher, either. He could be a substitute teacher. Do they have them? Well, I mean, well, I mean, like we have um, 
uh, one of the guys who's the uh, like he's the like uh, like dean of students or something like that. I, I'm getting his uh, getting his title wrong. I think that's the equivalent of like in a U.S. school, it'd be like a dean of students. Okay, I have no idea. Um, what uh, no guidance counselor. Like oh, hound dog, hound dog, hound counselor. dog. Not a teacher, but still part of the faculty. So we we just don't know what this guy. Yeah. Thank you again so much for pointing me yes. out. Yes, and also that's not it, just Mark. We've got another. Uh, we've been getting shout outs uh, plenty this week. We got to give another shout out to uh, Ash Andy Goodyear on Twitter, and she. Uh, I think you'll find this interesting, Mark. She pointed out that uh, Isawa's. She thought that Isawa's uh, the quirk apprehension test. She thought that it had Isawa was being very crafty, and he had specifically designed that just to expel Midoriya. What do you think of that? Um, I'd say both partially yes and no, because it it could have it could have been because of that, mm-hmm. like that. But I I just I find it weird that he did it, like that it was all about that. Well, but yeah. that's I, I'm not saying that that's wrong because early installment weirdness. This Iwazawa really different than yeah. Well, there's that when I saw this theory, there's that one panel. Um, when they're all watching Izuku in the in the what, just after he's he smashed that robot. Yes, and he's he's not impressed. So you, yeah. you might not be wrong. Like that might be correct. That's what I was I, thinking. That is that might be correct. But uh, mm. it's and we've talked about this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be bringing this up. That Aizawa, this at least this early Aizawa is so strange in his from where he he ends up even just like two arcs, like basically next arc, mm-hmm. like his attitude towards stuff. Um, like we joked that if, if you don't know who Kim Possible was a Disney character, oh my. um, like this super, like basically, How would you not like know? A secret agent, uh, but wasn't, um, yes. she just basically did it through her website. Like she probably, and has some crazy physical feats, like if, if they even just strength, but it's something where it's like, she could probably not just because she has main character power. Um, but, but partly because of that yes. could probably beat Aizawa in a fight. Like if, if we're being brutally honest about it. But at the same time, he'd probably expel her because she has no quirk. Even though she she's like physically could probably have passed that the entrance exam. Would like, you call her a no gadgeteer powers. though, Mark? She's got uh, not, I mean, she gadgets. has a grappling hook, but that and a, and a little like laser pen. That's that's really about it. I guess gadgeteer because technicality. I'd say more martial artist. Hmm. Um, but the point is, is he probably she would probably get in the, the at least the top five just because of what she could physically do there. But he would probably f- expel her anyways because she didn't have a quirk. Hmm. So I, I, Aizawa, at least early Aizawa. So he's just he, Aizawa, early Aizawa is all over the place. I mean, he says, oh, if you have an impractical quirk or you don't have a quirk, you can't you can't be a hero, is what he said. It doesn't matter about the rest. But impresses what impresses him. He's like, okay, he could figure out how to use it without destroying his body. He has potential. He gets through day one. Yes, yes. I'm very impressed uh, how you managed to slam in uh, our Kim Possible crossover discussion uh, into yes. into the podcast. I'm uh, well done. Now, just before people think that I'm going all, uh, ooh, he's he's fanboy and Kim Possible. Uh, most powerful character in that show, Ron Stoppable, with his monkey magical powers. Dynamic. Could not be. He couldn't even lay a, he might be able to lay a finger on All Might. That'd be about it. He'd just be wrecked. So I, I, I'm being as brutally honest as I can. There you go. We just wrapped up our, our uh, Kim Possible. Kim Possible crossover uh, would absolutely be totally okay with that. Listen, i buy it. You know, put it right next to the, all my prequel manga that we've been discussing. Okay. Uh, but anyway. Uh, On to the show. Thanks very much to uh, Andrea and Sandy, or Sandra even. Um, 
and for getting back to us. And you know, if you ever if if you ever hear something that we say and you think it's wrong, uh, which probably is most of the time with me anyway, not with Mark. Mark knows what he's talking about. But um, you know, you can get in touch as well at, at Hero Notes Pod on Twitter, and we're always happy to we're always happy to know that people are listening to us. That uh, that alone is uh, good enough for me, Mark. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm just happy that someone pays attention to what we're saying. And you know, we're gonna we're gonna yes. get down to business at this stage. Yep. Uh, you know, we we rambled long enough. Okay, so really channeling early weird science here. Okay, yes. so chapter eight. <laughs> okay, My Hero Academia, chapter eight. Rage, you damn nerd, which is actually also the name of the the manga. This volume, I think, uh, especially with these early manga volumes, it's very much like the key chapter or one of the key chapters because we got Izuku Midoriya yes. Origin was the name of the first volume, so this seems to be one of the key chapters in uh, the second volume. And it was written and drawn by Kohei Horikoshi. First published uh, weekly Shonen Jump 2014, uh, issue 40. There you go. All right, Mark, we'll get down to business. So we open uh, the first page with a bit of a... Uh, a bit of a flash? It's, 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 it's technically a flashback, but it's giving us new information? It's like a history lesson slash flashback. I think a first for this series to give us a flashback that's not about Deku and uh, Kacha. Actually, no, we did get a couple of flashbacks about uh, with All Might during oh, when, that's a good point. when we got that beautiful chalice uh, metaphor, that's Mark. Good. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, basically, we learn uh, in one this, of the few. Yes, we learn in this flashback uh, about the uniform subsidy, which is basically uh, before, uh, well, after they pass the test. I imagine uh, the yep. students who are ro- enrolling in any, from the sounds of it, any hero. I mean, they they specify here, but my guess is any hero academy. Yeah, well, I imagine, yeah, because the UA is shown here, but um, I might they they mentioned that a support uh, company uh, affiliated with the school, but I imagine for each hero, e- each hero course probably has their own support companies. Affiliated. Well, n- no, um. They they kind of indicate here that like uh, there's uh, several of them and uh, we know because uh, we know that some of them have even similar designers because uh, I'm not sure if it's in this volume and some of the side notes that they pointed out but uh, they point out that both uh, Bakugo and Uraraka's costumes are made by the same mm-hmm. uh, if not the, definitely the same company if not the same designer because he puts the little two dots yeah, the on little the, the costume dots. that's his like signature yeah yeah. Um, uh, but yeah so we we see them a bunch of notes like. Uh, Midori is trying to figure out, like, oh, what's it, what's it going to be? He has to fill this out. And then he realizes, oh, I'm not listed as having a quirk. It's problematic. He calls All Might about it. And All Might's like, oh, yeah, just quirk registration form? He's like, yeah, no, you, you can update that. And he's like, wait, what? And he's, he's like, yeah, well, sometimes people find out their quirks. I mean, you're, you're, you're tested in elementary school and stuff like that. And sometimes you find out your quirk isn't exactly what you thought. The example they use is like, oh, if the person thinks they can shoot water from their body, but no, it's really you're taking the moisture from the air and then shooting it out. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can do minor updates. Uh, but he points out, like, well, if you if you didn't have one before, they would let, they like you can absolutely if you didn't have one before, they would like to know that you have one now. So it's pretty you, pretty you important up, to yeah. to notify, I imagine. Um, yeah, no. So I mean, he's he's like it, sh- it shouldn't be a problem if you just. My guess is that it kind of stems from people who uh, their quirks are either so subtle or they they just whatever the activation thing is just that stimulus never happened before, hmm. which I, I guess for like cer- I'd say certain like not more useless but like subtle ones like yeah, I imagine because yeah, uh, most of the like, time I, it, they they develop around when you're age four I think uh, but like a lot of the more subtle quirks 
And for example, uh, Izuku's mom, who can float stuff towards her. Yeah, she unless unless well, they, there's been mentioned that she's a fourth generation, so that might be like it might be something with her where the parents had it and they're like, oh, try this, and it worked, and they were like, okay. Mm. Um, but uh, but but uh, I say Coda is probably like the one that I could just Coda or Seto or just the the two that it's like if he, for instance, was never Coda was never around an animal. You mm, might never yeah. like that because it doesn't work on humans. Yes. You might never know that he has that that that's the quirk. They might think, oh, the quirk is his body, and not just uh, the physical part passed on, but not the actual quirk related to the body itself. Whereas if you're an invisible girl, you know you'll figure it out pretty quick, I imagine. Yes, um, and, and there's debate whether like she was born invisible or <laughs> if when her quirk manifested she became. How does that work? Yeah, I don't. Not know. the point. Yes, um, yes. Uh, or like Seto, like for instance, if the family was like no sugar or no like. Oh, Sato, Sato, Sato. Sato um, is uh, our Spider-Man tape No, Sato is uh, <laughs> Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, I don't yeah, know why okay, I had that in my head. But yeah, no, like for him, if like for instance, if the, the family just didn't have sugar, which, I mean, still a kid, he's a kid, but... What type of household being, is that, Mark? Oh, uh, man, I don't want to be growing my, up there. My point being is that, for instance, if, if for some reason he never had it they, and, and the parents didn't have it or didn't know about it, it, it could go on detected for a while mm-hmm. um or i, I don't know I, I could make up some try to figure out but th- those are the examples that i could think of were theoretically could happen point is is that you can do it i, I it was much too long of a rant yes <laughs> for page one for page one they're, they're, well you know it's not like us to to not over develop sure. a, a single panel and go into long rants that's not like us at all write a thesis a college thesis on a single panel. Let's go. You know, one of twenty. Uh, yeah, but um, you gotta wonder as well, uh, like how common it is to, because Azuki's walking in and he's previously had no quirk registered, so you gotta wonder if if that like is the, that something they get yeah. a lot, you know. Um, but anyway, anyway. Well, I mean, for him, he's probably just like he. I mean, th- think about it this way: like he he has to knowingly activate at least initially. He has to knowingly activate one for all. Um, at least at this point in the story, we've seen that he just he kind of has to knowingly activate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's tried both of his parents' quirk quirks, and, and it was neither of those. Yes. And he, I mean, he's he's been beaten up, but he's never really been in a fight where he fought back up until the uh, the exam. At least that it's implied that he just let them beat him up while he was trying to protect that kid. That, 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 that three-year-old that uh, yep. catch up, um, up. So I mean, theoretically, like, you use that example. It's like I'd never been in a fight before, and then I was in a fight, and bam. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wonder how he explains the, I was it. Gonna say, I was gonna say the other thing could be like, well, they say like, oh, if you have the two bones, like you, you have the extra joint, you won't develop one. So they they could be he could be like uh, I, I guess I'm a late bloomer because I have this like I I don't know what to tell you but mm. I do now I didn't I absolutely didn't before but I do now because he can't like, exactly say he ate some hair and suddenly well no no he can't he can't he can't talk about it but it yes. was probably something where he was just like yeah I shouldn't and then I mean I I can show you if you have a medic around but uh like I I, I do now do do not want me to register I can I can leave no look at okay, me I can break my fingers give give me a license it's not it's not even that like he'd come in and he'd be like and they'd be like yeah whatever it's like do, do you want me to leave and not register because I'll, I'll just if people ask I'll just say I went to the registration office and they said no don't register it kid and then they were probably like no no come on come on stop making a scene classic Azuku. yeah but um using logic to win the day. 
he's taking a page out of it. oh that's the hero notes on uh, on on Eraserhead you know they're coming into coming Problem. into effect here but uh, you know he's he's on the phone to All Might to figure out all this stuff uh, and then you know <laughs> he hangs up very abruptly because uh, his his mother has returned uh, and he makes a note I should really call and apologize <laughs> yeah well uh, yeah that's true I wonder I wonder how All Might reacts to this uh, young Midori I don't think we even see that in the anime like. Was he just like, what? I don't think we even see that there. But Mark, uh, you know, Inko Midoriya won our hearts last volume and she continues to do so right from like page two of this because she's returned home uh, and, you know, she wants to congratulate her son from getting into UA and to congratulate him, she's made him his own hero costume. I'll be honest, I'm I'm not sure if she she made it or she she ordered it or something like that or like desi- or de- or designed it and then had it or like made and ordered. Like I I'll be honest, I'm not sure whatever it is, good mom right there. Yeah, best mom uh is best mom of the year uh forever. Inko is the best. But uh, yeah, no, I think because we do get a page uh, explaining the how he, she found out yeah. yeah well or no but even like uh i think it's one of the chapter breaks uh i don't know if it's in this volume uh or maybe it's in volume three but he talks about horikoshi talks about uh this this early iteration of deku's hero costume and basically like it points out that the mask was bought at like a combat shop and the the, the jumpsuit is a uh, bought at a retail and then the gloves are bought at they're just regular oh, does he actually mention where the utility belt comes from as well uh, i think i can't say i remember yeah, that i can't that no it, it is i do remember that page i just don't remember what volume it is um if you, uh, do, you can tell us on hero notes pod twitter but um because yeah. uh, i, th- I want to say like the biggest um like the second version of his costume uh, not even the second version of his costume. Basically, uh, at the USJ, like um, I'm, I'm guessing the gloves. I, I can't remember if he has the belt on at that point, but that, it's really kind of irrelevant. He has, he has the gloves, he has the boots, uh, and he pants. But uh, like within a day, he's replaced the mask. Yeah. And then he pretty much has that same mask for the rest of it, and it just, I, it, it feels weird that he ordered and got it in like a day a new mask. But whatever. That's a nice mask. Uh, you know, oh no, I'm, the I'm new mask is nice. This mask just feels like um, they took a fencing helmet and just cut it out. Just cut, cut, out. Cut, yeah. out <laughs> cut it out. Um, did a pretty decent job of affixing like edges on it so it wouldn't like cut you. Mm. Like and then and then formed it properly uh, and then painted over it. So it's 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 a nice setup. I almost saw it as like a paintball mask, kind of. You know, I don't think a paintball mask would have allow paint to get in yeah but like without the the eye holes so you because you know it, it would probably hurt if you got shot in the eye with a paintball i imagine that's, but yeah you, yeah you said something about cosplay there mark i cut you off yeah no no that this would be the perfect one to cosplay because you could uh you could just go to the store and buy all this stuff and just just make it kind of cheaply and it would look probably completely accurate yeah yeah you know you could just do what inko did and there you go you got a perfect cosplay right there yep and uh but but she goes on to saying you know she saw it in the notebook and, and that she also kind of did it because she she feels really bad about something that she told him mm. when he was younger um, that that she's always regretted um, but and she apologizes but she says how proud she is that it's like you made it in you made it into the hero course like you wanted like yeah you kept chasing your dreams and boy if the and, uh, and, uh, if and he doesn't care just... that it's not cutting edge he does not care that it's not cutting edge yes. because he, he feels great and cool because his mom found like made this suit for him and he doesn't care this symbolizes my mom's love how could i possibly wear anything else oh man 
Does that not just make your heart explode? And then we get the final uh, reveal of it, which um, still uh, still maintain that th- I feel like these like three pages really should have been at the other one in the in the last yeah, you chapter. See, if you closed it here, I'm thinking. If you closed it here with him walking out, and then you move that that shot of him like going through the doorway with the the light coming through, like you you move that to right after this, it would be perfect. Mm. I wonder if I wonder. I wonder if Horikoshi wanted to explain the jumpsuit before we actually like if he pro he probably he probably did yeah but I think uh, it would work better if he showed up in his hero costume and you go boy that looks kind of lame and then you start off volume two and you're like oh wow it's lame I, but it's also incredibly cool I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you there and I'm gonna say it's like I do think it's good that we got this kind of setup first yes. but I wish that these couple pages had been in the last chapter. Because then it would have felt much better. Just yeah, just give us like an extra, extra length. It, it would have been a much, much more satisfying. It's like okay, we see him in the costume and he's going out with everybody. I can't wait to see everybody like lined up together with their stuff. Which uh, by the way, we get we get a full price spread that has yep. most of the class. No Kirishima. I'm very disappointed. No Kirishima. But pretty much everybody else. Pretty much everybody else. Uh, no Todoroki either. No, we do see Todoroki. He is uh, behind Bakugo. Oh, yep, there he is. He's, he's with, his, the... uh, with his early costume yeah, that early he costume. proceeds to get rid of, uh, even though he looked so awesome. In it. I don't know. But, I don't but, really uh, like we, it. We see, we see him, um, I mean, I, I like the eye. The I'm eye always is a fan nice. Of, I'm always a fan of like the imagery of uh, just like you, you have somebody like walking around the corner. I think they did this in the anime too, where when he comes out around the corner after he's frozen everything, you just follow the eye for a second and the rest of him shows up. Hmm. Yeah, that's like, uh, very Cyclops is. Yeah, well, Cyclops S, um, I'd say, whatever you feel about Naruto, a lot of what they do with the, the Sharingan, like, emphasizing the red, and then you see, like, the, the swipe of it moving just for the, the cool visual element of it. I always like that kind of stuff, where, where they where they just emphasize, like, that one eye, the one, like, red eye. I, I think it's always so cool. I'll take your word for it. And then we get, and then, uh, then he starts looking at everybody's costumes after he's gotten out there. And first thing he centers on is Uraka. And, um. Now, like, his eye, like, this is, like, proper. This is, like, Looney Tunes. His eyes are literally bulging out of his head. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yes. That's, that's and then we get, um. Then we get your favorite character, Mineta, who's finally looking like Mineta. Yeah, I, w- I, I, shout out to Mineta for the first time. He's actually looked correct, uh, but also, you know. Hey, no, no, don't, don't, don't take this away from him. This is the first time he's looked correct. Yeah. Give him that. Well, that he finally settled on a design. Um, well, he has, it still he looks has ridiculous. a chin now. He has a chin now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember last chapter where he just, just like he had a mouth, and then just what happened to the rest of his face underneath it? You know, the boy has has got himself a shape at least. Uh, so uh, yeah, but he's yes. still being a uh, complete perv and the worst character in my hero academia history. Okay, I'll get off my Mineta soapbox. True. Um, we'll agree to disagree on that one, Mark. He's, yeah, he's but, low down there. He's not the worst. Uh, who's the worst? Oh boy, um, that's a good question. A I'll get back question. to you on that. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can send in your thoughts too to the Hero Notes Pod. Uh, but if it's if it's not Mineta, you are all wrong. Okay, okay. But yeah, once um once he, so we see uh kind of uh, Zuku getting acquainted with everybody in class, and as soon as he shows up, uh, All Might notices uh, some striking similarities. Uh, and you know. All Might is the only one to notice, which I think is the the great part because he says like so obvious. Way too obvious. He's got the bunny ears. He's got the the the, mask, the smile. smile. Um. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the arrows pointing it out just in case you didn't notice. Um, 
But uh, Ida, Ida gets right to business. Classic Ida. Uh, you know, he's actually, because you don't actually, uh, I like how, you know, he, well, he's got the classic Ida, you know, uh, hand points and that. But uh, I like that Izuku points out that it is actually either underneath the costume because otherwise you wouldn't know because uh you know it's it's a full body you haven't gotten a good shot of his legs yet that would be the the tell that's true that's true um yeah but basically like the big the big page spread we he's cut off uh he, he's cut off at the knees and you, you don't get to see his calves where he, his his cipro is, is. Yeah, yeah yeah but um Ida's basically asking, you know, okay, so uh, what's going on here exactly, All Might? And All Might's going, well, we're going into indoor anti-personnel battle training, kids. Um, a very interesting point he points out here. Uh, you know, villain battles are most commonly, you, you see them when we well, saw... yeah, they're outdoors. Yeah, we saw the, 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 the our first very first battle was outdoors. And same again with the, the sludge villain that sludge was also monster. outdoors. But uh, he says that... Statistically, the most heinous villains are more likely to appear indoors, uh, between confinement, house arrest, and black market deals. In this hero-filled society of ours, the cleverest villains out there lurk indoors. Uh, which I thought uh, it makes sense when you think it about makes it. sense. Like yeah. you, you're not going to typically see uh, like a, a more intelligent villain, uh, unless of course the battle spills outside, mm-hmm. start uh, fighting outside. Typic under most circumstances. So uh, we will. That's why we will be conducting. Uh, we'll be conducting two on two indoor battles uh, in this training session. And uh, yep. th- I like here, Mark. The class kind of, <laughs> the class kind of overloads all night with questions. But before we even get to that, uh, Sue basically is like, wait, so so no basic training, and, and all might is like, you know what, the best training you get is, is like on the battlefield, Which for, makes sense. for lack of a better. That makes Pudding. sense. But then, yes, Practical yes, training. we have a bunch of the class just asking questions, uh, and and then and and then Aoyama, uh basically his question is: Does this cape look great? The most important question of them all. We've got we've got uh, impractical questions like, oh, you know, how do we win? Can I just blast everybody away? Uh, you know, I hope nobody expels us. Uh, and then we learn for sure that. Uh, that All Might is in fact not Superman because he says he does not have super hearing. That's, yeah, that's one that's one yeah. quirk that he doesn't have. Um, he's always my Superman, though, Mark. But uh, yeah, we also I I really like. Uh, it quickly becomes clear that uh, All Might <laughs> All Might is not a good teacher. Um, you know. No, no, he is not. Because uh, he he whips out the old cheat sheets. Uh, well, well to... that that's the thing. That's the thing. In the uh, I know in the the at least the English dub of the anime they call it a script. And I can't remember if in the uh, the original Japanese of it, if they call it a script or not, because it's it's a panel with no lip flaps. And a lot of times, especially Funimation, tries to get as close to word for word accurate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, minus this like fixing syntax, of course, um, for for stuff where there's where there's no lip flaps. Like yeah. it's usually pretty spot on. So I. And, and I will double check it later. If I remember, I'll mention in the next podcast uh, whether it That's is a high expectation it, you're putting on yourself, Mark. But uh, but it yeah, it just feels weird with a cheat sheet because it, it makes more sense as a script. Okay, here's what everybody's doing. 
Well, maybe the, maybe the script is his cheat sheet, Mark, as he explains as he explains the scenario, uh, which is just like a plot from Western comics. Uh, I I like that. That was uh, not even a subtle shout out there. Uh, well done, but um, they're honest. Yeah, they're honest. Uh, well, you know, I like that. But um, uh, the deal is that uh, the villains are inside the building. Uh, they'll be hiding with a nuclear weapon hidden uh, which is you know very subtle i suppose and mm-hmm. then the heroes so two villains a nuclear weapon and then the two heroes have to bust into the joint and uh, track them down pretty much they have to either capture the villains or secure the weapon to achieve victory you know the more i think about the whole like even stating like the indoor thing is like a western comic uh really kind of even though we've had a lot of outdoor battles in the series it really kind of like sets like a good way to set it up because if you think of once again, One Piece or Naruto or, or some of the other big or Bleach for that matter, some of the, the big battle manga, mm-hmm. um, all of their big fights are for the most part outside. You'll have a couple in inside here or there, but typically the big, big fights are outside, whether because they started outside or because almost immediately the entire place was destroyed. Um, but yeah, so they're being like, no, no, we're going to have a lot more fights inside. And I, I think that's a really interesting way to set kind of the tone for this series especially overall. this first fight in particular because yes. this, this building is very confined and uh, the hallways are very narrow and short yes uh, like i mean usj's inside yes. um the, the the yakuza thing later I'm a, I'm pretty sure outside. some of it's inside uh, but that's inside a stadium that's like, true that's true um yes stain was in the streets but, but still very narrow and confined. But it was still it was still very it was still very narrow and confined. Um, even the even a lot of the stuff in the woods at certain parts were fairly narrow oh, yeah. and confined. Yeah, because the wo- yeah, um, there yeah. were there were parts where there was fighting in the clearing that we had already established was a clearing, um, or trees were just destroyed and made into kind of a clearing. But there were there was there were very narrow fights for the most part. Yeah, I find a lot of the fights kind of do take part, uh, which is. Which good. is it's Which unique. is more of a like a, a Western kind of trope, like mm. you have everything in the cities and inside places and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, good shout there, Mark. Well done. Uh, yeah, but um, uh, you know, we're we're gonna Tanya Ida is asking more questions, Mark. Uh, because he's Tanya Ida. Yeah, well, that's why we love him. Uh, but yeah, he's asking. So All Might says, uh, okay, we're gonna figure out who's who in this situation by drawing lots. And then he's like, I don't think that's the that's really the way we should do this. Uh, but then Izuku, uh, you know, Izuku drops a knowledge bomb on Tenya yet again because he says, you know, this actually does make a bit of sense because uh, the pros don't always get to choose. Yeah, they, you know, when when you're going up against sludge villains, uh, you don't know if you're going up against death ar- or going with death arms or if you're, well, hopefully you're going with backdraft because we've already established. He's yeah, no, backdraft is amazing. The best um, hero, or or that All Might shows up, kind of deal. Yeah. Oh well, that'd be nice. And then All Might just shows rain. up and does the work of all of the heroes yeah he does all my eyes for the record my eyes narrowed as i said that (laughs) you're just like mount lady okay well i'm throwing shade okay uh but yes so then all might like recovers quickly he's like that's fine let's just do this and we get our first well we get our look at all the teams were and also kind of like this is our we get all i imagine yeah all 20 students all lined yes. up in a very i love these um these show up a lot in the manga i absolutely love it's like the action uh, you got like all the, the zoom lines in the background yep. for the characters poses and we get all the different teams i have to say most people here look good except for team f team f they both uh 
Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. Well, uh, Kodak doesn't have his demon eyes going on. Uh, yeah, anymore, but now so. he just looks like Derpy. And, wow. Is that an upgrade or a downgrade? I'm not sure. Um, no. you know, I'm I'm gonna say downgrade because like he he looks like he before at least he had like an evil personality. Now he yeah. just has none. Um, whereas uh, Sato just looks evil, and I'm like, wait, is that? it's like evil and i'm like okay are you now actually sugar man from i think marvel or is it dc i don't know it was marvel last week so let's it's one of the two it's one of the big two i don't know don't care much about that particular western big two character Uh, point is is that he looks so evil there yeah he probably has more development than sado does anyway poor al sado is kind of lacking in the in the well well Well, well, that's the thing well this is actually something uh i wanted to bring up okay um not even just the stuff that's currently going on now in the 200s uh, of the comic but um it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if a little bit down the line both him and front coda being another one that i've seen a lot of people be like yeah he's my least favorite character because he's done nothing yes which is a fair which is a fair reason mm. um but it, it seems like he's gonna give everybody at least one big time to shine mm-hmm. um at least i hope he does uh similar to how uh was it it's like assassination classroom like it, there are even some characters who they they're barely used like they, they're mainly background characters they may get a line now and then but they but every single member of the class had like at least like one or two i believe it's two everybody had at least two chapters about whatever their assassination plan was that w- they were the focus like everybody got a moment to shine yeah, yeah and uh i i hope i hope everybody gets a moment to shine yes i like coda and his character des- i think he has the best character design out of everybody in the, the main class i love his character design yes but that's kind of all you have to work with. That, that, that's all we have, mm. um, for the most part. But even like there's Ojiro and Shoji, like a lot of people who would say like kind of rank low on like the top ten favorite or the top twenty favorite one A students, uh, purely because we like we have nothing to work with with them. Exactly. Even Ojiro has a lot more stuff that we've seen him do. Uh, yeah, I could, I could, de- and even Saro to a point, I could definitely see like a lot of these guys. Oh yeah, no, Saro, we've seen a lot of. It's uh, it's our, our two like basically big muscle guys who we haven't seen yeah. much from. But I could see like I could, you know, my my, my the best boy Mark Kirishima, uh, you know, he got his time to shine. Uh, but that wasn't until like. Volume... But he, he's act, he's had several times to shine though, because uh, yeah. he's one of the more prominent characters, which is fine. My hope, my hope is that just everybody will at least get a bunch of time to shine. Cause... At, the, at the start, he wasn't Mark, so I could easily see down the line, because uh, like my hero academia is not stopping anytime soon. So I could I could easily see Coda, uh, you know, getting that getting that hero moment, you know. I could... Oh yeah, no, I, I I would I just hope that I. I... I hope people live long enough to get a hero moment. Oh, you got to make it dark, Mark. I, I'm hey, sometimes now. you emphasize a character with their death. Yes. Who's the traitor? Okay, but it, uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say a good death can can mean a lot. That's true. That's true. Uh, just well, yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Okay. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll go. Actually, Mark, I just wanna. I'll, we'll go through all the all the teams, even though half of them <laughs> will not be plot relevant. It's really only. Uh, like... No, but but there's there's. Uh, Team H, I have a, uh, is amusing. That's yes. Okay. Well, goodness. we'll start off with Team A. Best boy and best girl have arrived because it's Izuku and Ochako. Uh, yep. And Izuku is like, oh my god, I got the pretty girl. Uh, yeah. Ochako's like, oh, it's it's you know Midoriya, and then Izuku's like, oh god, you know, well, I have to actually interact with Araka again. And and I'll say this: the uh the the little like dots on her hand really do read better in in the. Uh, 
in the manga than they do in the the anime because in the anime i thought they were just shadows because sometimes you'll do shadows for people's hands like because they use a fairly flat style of art aren't they like a lighter shade of pink they they are but some of the some of the some of the stuff it it, it looked kind of like a shadow at a glance so i'm I'm gonna say it reads better here and that's that's me admitting my mistake you should be paying better attention to best girl at this stage mark i think um and then we get the uh we get team b Team B, uh, very serious team uh i would say the most serious team with uh uh todoroki and uh shoji shoji yeah looking very almost sinister with the you know his eye single eye peering out from underneath his hair i suppose they both have the single eye aesthetic because they Yep, in this shot they absolutely yeah, do. Yeah, Todoroki's got like the ice mask. Half on. of their half of their faces, each of them have has half of their face covered, mm-hmm. and you can only see one eye. Yeah, very very sinister, but also very cool as well. I would say, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Team C is. Um, uh, I feel sorry. It's it's uh, Momo Yaoyuzu and Mineta. And Mineta's not even being subtle, he's just staring just at... Thumbs up. He, he looks at her, <laughs> thumbs up, and she's just looking away like, really? I was like, you know... And, and then, we get, then we get Team D, which is, uh... Which I love the reaction, like, what? Like, or I guess it's, eh? Like, what? You? And it's, uh... It's Tenya and Bakugo. Yes. Um... And, yeah, <laughs> I was what to say, uh, and then you see the sweat drop coming down from Tenya. I'd be sweating too, because uh, I don't want to be teaming up with Bakugo. I heard that he, he bullies three-year-olds, I'll tell you Better that. I'm fighting him. No, that's true. Um, team E uh, is a very fabulous team. We we have uh, uh, Aoyama uh, striking a pose in the back, and then, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Mina, Mina Ashido. Uh, yep. I also find it really strange that both Team C and Team E consist of uh Team C consists of a uh, student seat number nineteen and twenty, and Team E consists of seat one and two. I just I thought that ah, was just interesting. I wonder if that's a I wonder if that's intentional or not. Or if it was just oh we're gonna pair up some of the other people and like who else do we have to pair up? Okay. You see some of these pair ups seem very like you know let's just throw them together, but some feel very you know like well some of them some of them end up making a lot of sense like uh, Team F with uh. Yeah. With Koda and uh, Sato, who we actually will see hanging out a ton, <laughs> like in in the background, like they're they're the two buddy buddies. Like a lot of them seem to be like the beginning of you know establishing because establishing a friendship. Well, not not even friendship, like just interacting with them. Because like mm. G, for instance, we have a uh, uh, Kaminari and uh, Jiro, and yeah. well, I, I get, yes, a lot of people ship them, but I I mean they're friends, but it, it's a rocky relationship to. to <laughs> I mean, they're they're constantly like taking jabs at each other. Well, you know, opposites attract, Mark. That's what I think when it comes to the, you know, the two two steps forward and one step back. You know, sing along in the Hero Notes karaoke podcast. Team H, and Mark, uh, is H. you really like Team H? Actually, do you? I really to, like Team H because we H actually too. see them like this later on in in arc. It's Sue and um, uh, Tokoyami mm-hmm. who uh, like as they established then are kind of like power wise a perf- a really good team because you have Mr. Uh, medium to long range and then you have close range. Yes. And like, the perfect support from and mobility Sue as well. And some early installment weirdness. But team I team, team I, I we have uh oh uh Hagakaru Hagakuri Hagakuri, I'm terrible with names, and uh, Ojiro, yes. who uh, is just kind of like, what? How well, do I, how do I... That's the thing. Also the fact that she's naked. Yeah, like we, we should point out that her hero costume is literally just gloves and shoes at this point. Yep. 
uh, gloves and shoes, and um, uh, th- this is this is a running joke, I guess, with the character because we'll see this in like the the cavalry battle in a couple arcs, where just like the boys holding up are just like trying not to look, are looking away from the invisible girl and blushing because they realize we're holding a naked girl. Um, awkward, awkward. Team J, your favorite. Uh, Team J, I gotta give a shout. Team J is probably one of the best looking teams. We've got a uh, Kirishima, Andrew Kirishima, my favorite, and then uh, also Hantasero. Uh, I really like Hantasero's costume. Oh, you mean the tape dispenser helmet? Yeah, it's really like it's really good, really it's funky. Really good. I, you notice like a lot of these. Well, a lot of speaking about the designs, a lot of them kind of you. We will see them evolve throughout the. Throughout the manga, but Saros is one that kind of stays. I, f- I feel like he just his just is like slight alter like alterations to his armor, if anything. Because mm. it's already uh, like the base design. I think with Bakugo as well, the base design is so solid that like I'm not sure if Bakugo's changes at all. No, well, no, it's pretty much consistently the same. Well, I mean, he would make he would just design from the get go the perfect costume. Yeah, for well, him. you he know, is... why why improve upon perfection at this stage, Mark? Basically, uh, but then. I was going to say, but then, um, <laughs> best girl and best boy, yes. according to you, um, start, well, she talks to him, he freaks out, and then All Might pulls out the first, uh, the first letters for, uh, hero and villain, and we get Team A as the heroes, yes. versus Team D as the villains, <gasps> and both Bakugo and Deku realize, oh, <laughs> oh, it was face oh. at this stage, you know, like basically you could not make it up, but um, yeah, yeah, like Izuku seems shocked, but uh, Bakugo, Bakugo looks shocked, but almost like you know it's on pretty much. It's it, well, it's, it's more, it's like really, really, right off the bat, really. <laughs> oh, so this is how it's going down. Okay, okay, um, yeah, but the villain team goes in first, uh, and then five minutes later, the hero team is going to sneak in. Uh, and then also All Might very importantly says that you know this is a this is training, but it's also you know we're keeping this is like a real deal scenario. So he doesn't want it's practical experience, so he doesn't want them to hold uh, doesn't want them to hold back, which I don't think there's going to be a problem with holding back from Bakugo, I imagine. Uh, there All Might, but he does say that he will he will like stop and he will stop. The exercise and, and step in if things go too far. Yeah, well, we'll, well you know, we'll keep his word on that because, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he isn't so quick to step in, Mark. I don't know, I'm putting All Might on blast now. You were putting uh, are, on blast. are you saying that he's not as powerful as he used to be? Are, are you talking smack on All Might? I'm, ta- I'm talking smack that he doesn't know how to teach and he doesn't know where to stop his students from killing each other. Okay, no, that's fair. He's a terrible teacher. Yeah, that's, um, that's so, true. inside the base, in, uh, I guess, the main. Uh, the room with the the fake the fake uh, bomb piece. Paper machine uh, bomb. Yep. Ida's kind of assessing the situation. He's just like, okay, so this is the the thing we have to guard. I guess we, I guess you know, training or not, we have to do this. Mm. Uh, and then Bakugo just asks him, "Is like, hey, so Deku? I believe this is yeah, this is the quote. Hey, so Deku has a quirk, and and Ida's like, yeah, you saw how strong he was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Although it like hurts him, and he's like, which is which is weird, but but yeah, like you, you saw it. And, and Bakugo. Bakugo kind of loses it. He has an inferiority complex. Yeah. Like it's 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 definitely not a superior. It, it's like he thinks that this kid who has always stood up to him and has never been in, like had any power, who's always been like these kids, other kids have powers, mm-hmm. but they don't stand up to me. You have nothing. Like what what is going on? And he's just he he thinks that he's being tricked the whole time to to the point where it's almost 
Well, his line of thinking is weird. You almost kind of understand why he's annoyed because whether his logic makes sense or he's just, you know, has a complex is, is becomes irrelevant when you think about the entire time. He's like, wait, has this kid just been like pranking me and laughing behind my back? Yeah, where's Aston Kutcher going to come out? And, you know, you've been punked back ago. At the same time, he also has a complex and a temper and a violent streak, which makes this entire situation just bad. Yes. And we will learn more about that, uh, you know, the history between between those two characters uh, in the next chapter, Mark. But yes. um, Uraka's like, I was gonna say, Uraka's like pretty pumped for all of this, and and she's like, wait, why why are you nervous? To to Azuka's like, who's shaking. sweating? And he yeah. and, and he basically says, I'm only nervous because we're going up against Bakugo. Yes. Like that's the only reason I'm nervous right now. And then she's like, so it's like he's the one that bullied you, right? And then he kind of points out as like. You know, he's a jerk. He's a jerk, but uh, he's also really, really awesome. There's a lot of respect. And, and like, there's a lot of respect for, at the very least, his abilities. Yes. And uh, he, he doesn't want to lose, but he's still absolutely terrified. Which is, you know, I would be too. Fair. Yeah, it's very it's fair. fair. But uh, we start the indoor anti-personnel battle training. The uh, Well, the rest of the class and All Might are watching the events uh, perform in the, in, the, in the monitor room using CCTV footage. Uh, but basically, All Might goes, you know, Midoriya, you're not just, you, know, you may be my uh, protege, but uh, in this scenario, you're just another student and uh, no favoritism when it comes to grading. Uh, but that is kind of, like, we will see that's not really the case. Because, uh, well, not when grading, but... Um, you know, I think All Might, uh, especially later on, kind of has a uh, has a say in what happens that uh, he probably wouldn't do if he if it was just another yeah. student. If it was just say it was Kirishima in there, oh, he would no. probably. If it was somebody, well, maybe not Kirishima because he might actually be well, able to take if it. If it was if it was Koda. Point point is is that his favoritism keeps him from acting. Yes. Which is... What he says is precisely what happens, pretty much. What he says not to happen, happens. But we see, uh, you know, the stealthy infiltration uh, of his... Which is just, I love the panel. Like, the anime, it's like, okay, they got in. This panel's hilarious. Just him being like, it's just like, the the pose that Deku's in is just, it's hilarious. It's stealth mode. Solid, solid Snake Zuku going in. It's like a little child was trying to go into stealth mode and sneak around. It's great. absolutely fantastic. Izuku mentions an a important point, you know, he can't, you know, he still hasn't got the, the chalice metaphor going, he's still working with the, the lame egg in the microwave metaphor, so yep. he can't regulate one for all, uh, and, you know, if he used a hundred, if he, if he went with a full Detroit smash on somebody, they'd probably die, and, uh, you know, he, he likes, well, he respects Bakugo, I don't know if he likes him, but he respects Bakugo, so... He probably doesn't want to be killing anybody anytime soon, Mark. Also, it looks really bad to kill a fellow student on day two. That might get you expelled. I, you know, yeah. I, I know All Might said he wasn't expelling anybody, but uh, you know, Aizawa probably wouldn't like that, I, I imagine. You'd probably make him give all for one or one for all back. Like, nope, just give it back now. <laughs> yeah, give, give me your hair. I leave it. But uh, yeah, no, I, uh, something that we, we uh, pointed out uh, previously you really, in this panel, you really see the narrow, confined space uh, of yes. the, the... It's kind of almost like panel walls and hallways. Well, I mean, it's it's clearly a, a quickly fabricated, like, put-together building. Mm. It's it's not, it's not... It might have rooms in it, 
but it, it's they're they're not furnished. There's there's these are just basically temporary walls, expecting them to be destroyed. It, it's a shell of a building that has wall that they that instead of just a frame, they put some quick walls on, and that's about it. And we see uh, you know a stealth attack coming out from behind one of these walls. Uh, as Bakugo leaps, literally, uh, into action, uh, and just explodes, uh, part, well, explodes, I, I think he's go he's, he's going directly for Izuku in this explosion. Yes, yes, uh... He kind of grazes him. Uh, he, yeah, he, uh, whether it's part of the, ex- I think it's part of the explosion, it's, it's not, at least in the manga panel, it's not easy to see, but, like, part of his mask gets blown off. Mm, literally, like, halfway I, down I guess. his face. I guess, and then uh, like part of the holder thing for his like face mask thing, I think goes too because it's clearly fixed on him beforehand, and then it's just hanging at his neck yeah, throughout the, the rest of this. But it's but it's otherwise undamaged. It's uh, a, he's a, it, it, the mask is attached to this part of the face that oh, gets yeah, blown no, off. Oh yeah, part of its straps were probably yeah. torn or destroyed. Hmm. But yeah, so he he freaks out and he was. Uh, yeah, he even says, "Yeah, Kachan was coming like straight at me." Um, he he figured as much. And then the, the rest of the class, part of the rest of the class, is like, "What is he doing?" Like sneak attacks. Uh, I think it's your boy Kirishima. I was like, uh, "Sneak attacks aren't manly." I thought that was uh, downright hilarious that uh, Kirishima is putting Bakugo on blast, considering the friendship that they will well, have. Well, no, because, well, I mean, they they actually get to that later on. Yes. But uh, but the point is like well the other half of the class is like oh cool Midoriya dodged it like that was that was great and all my kind of points out it's like he's uh it's a valid strategy like like he's the villain mm-hmm. he's playing a villain he's using a sneak attack that's complete like, that's that works it is, makes is, sense. no you see the problem is it works for the villain strategy but I don't think Bakugo is playing up the villain much at this stage I think no Marco no I think he just he is the villain he yeah. just is the... <laughs> he doesn't need to act but the, but the point is, is that the strategy it's like yeah he's a he's a villain he uses an ambush that that, that there's nothing really weird about that he's playing the role um and, and then we get what is a really cool move but yes. in this panel is physically impossible um uh, so Bakugo goes in with a begins with a right hook and Midoriya just grabs it he grabs it, and but he grabs it, having done martial arts stuff, in a way that, um, mm, no, like, just, no, you would not be able to, without using your super strength, you would not be able to flip somebody, like, he's turned, he's turned his body, he's he's facing away, like, to the side of him, yes. turns his body 90 degrees, and grabs, like, there's, and yes, then he kind of moves his foot and, th- and throws him over yeah, his shoulder. Can, it's, it's just it's like, no, if he was coming straight in front of you, that would work. But no, it's just the physics of this. I'm like, mm, nope, nope. I've seen people try this, and I've seen them throw out their backs. But, oh. Like doing okay. it, in, like something like this incorrectly. And I've seen them throw out their backs trying to do it. But do you think it might be because, uh, you know, he's using the, because he grabs, he specifically grabs Baku's gauntlet. So do you think he kind of be like using the momentum from the gauntlet? Well, I, I guess he could. It's just that the pose that Midoriya is in is in physically without having some type of super strength, which he doesn't. He's not using here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's like mm, nope, that's mm, physics. No, <laughs> but it does look badass, Mark. I do oh, have to admit, it looks you know, amazing. Logical looks or amazing, not, it's just, an amazing. I had move. to. I just had to mention it because I've seen people like try to grab people wrong, and, and then they they try to do the throw, and then it's like oh. 
oh, um, let's get some ice for that guy's back because he'll be down for a while. Well, you know, there's going to be two very sore backs because the back goes like this is a proper slam on the ground. Oh no, this is this is this is fantastic. He just mm. he does. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not sure what kind of throw he sets up for a shoulder or a hip throw, but then he does a shoulder throw, and it I'm hurts. getting into semantics. I'm getting into semantics. I imagine it hurts doing things improperly. Yes. Um, no, and then he just. Uh, he just he basically used the momentum and just slams Bakugo mm-hmm. right on the ground and Bakugo he, he gets the wind knocked out of him. I don't yeah. know any other way to interpret that. And even the class is surprised it looks at this stage like Froppy uh, and, and so is everybody else because as far as we know he's had absolutely zero combat training of any type. Yes, uh, or or has he, Mark? Because you know uh, no no I don't even think now we've we've. Learned if he had any like basic hand to hand combat. Well, training, he doesn't but... have combat training, but he's got that hero notes mark. That yes, he's been analyzing. Yes. You go to one of your, you go to one of your friends and try to do a hip or a, a shoulder uh, a shoulder throw. Well, just, listen, just if, if never I... having done one before, and let's and let's let's see how that goes for. You. If, if I see all mine throw a punch, I can throw a punch mark. That's how it works, right? Right. <laughs> Listen, I'm no expert, but uh, you know, at least at least he's, uh, you know, all them the notebooks. Oh no, it looks great, but I will still call. I will still call it on what it is, and that's uh, some uh, some crazy physics right there, even yeah, for this illogical. Uh, maybe maybe he got the you know you know what mark. Okay, it looks good though, and I'll give it that. Maybe he got the uh, you know the tag team special. Maybe he got Ochako to just maybe kind of tap. Uh, Bago, give him all zero gravity, and you know, then he can just toss him wherever he wants. There you go. There's a bit of head cannon. All I'm saying is, is that my biggest problem with this is, is he does, maybe not the most advanced like martial art move ever, but but not a beginner one. With as far as we know, even to this day, no background in any type of combat training, just from reading a notebook, and it's just like I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. Yes. It would be one thing if All Might like during. The extra time had like him doing some martial arts stuff besides just like the the oh, weightlifting and all the other stuff. Um, that that's just cheap then, um, especially yeah. this early on. Like it would be one thing if he had like we saw panels of him like doing like some basic martial arts stuff. Like then I'd be like, okay, but mm. this just mm. I don't know, Mark. You you raise a good point because you gotta imagine, uh, you know, because All Might is a former UA student that uh, he knows that the entrance exam is going to be, you know, combat intensive. So well, they, didn't I they wonder... say they changed it or did that? No, I'm thinking of a, I'm thinking of the licensing exam. Never mind. Mm. So I wonder if he. Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, because it seems to be that the the robots is like a thing that has been yeah. around UA for a while and has been around for a while. Yeah. Mm. So I wonder if uh, All Might was like, okay, I got it, because you know, and I know he doesn't, he doesn't have the whole point is that he doesn't have a lot of time to tell Izuku yes. uh, how to channel all for one or one for all. I can't believe I made that mistake. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's just weird because martial arts. A lot of athletes now will do martial arts on top of their normal stuff because it makes you more uh, flexible, yeah. and it's just a, it's a it's a good workout. And it can help with balance. And it's just like, if you just thrown in a couple panels of that, I wouldn't be calling this out, but I'm calling it out. You I'm gotta sorry. You gotta call it out, Mark. You gotta call it out, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Bakugo does not take this well. Yes. You, I, I, you can imagine. Uh, you know, Izuku kinda, so first of all, he, he slams him on the ground and then, you know, he lays down the law. He's like, you know, uh, I've been, I've been taking notes on that, uh, notebook that you tossed out the window, uh, that, um, 
is beautifully uh, we get the flashback panel out but uh, he, he lays down the law Mark he says I'm not going to be your worthless punching bag Deku forever Kachan I'm the Deku who always does his best um, and I do like you get the you get the Uraka kind of flashback and she's like oh that's what I told him uh, you know wow best girl and that scene was dangerously cheesy <laughs> dangerously cool as well though mark i i love it. yeah it was it was cheesy but um i loved it and and, and oh uh, i'm not saying it wasn't great but it was cheesy yes yes but sometimes cheesy works oh cheesy can be great cheesy can yeah. be great um but yeah so then but this really if if Bakugo wasn't ticked off before he's really ticked off now um and he's going full demon in the face. Oh man! Uh, yeah, forget demonized Coda. We got demonized Bakugo going on here. Also, he needs some dental. Oh, in that panel, that, that that's almost Kirishima's spiky level going on there. Nope, that's teeth from above. But mm, no, that kid needs some uh, dental work badly. Yeah, uh, stop eating all the stop eating all the Sato's uh, sugar cubes there. Uh, you know, and, and and get a get your dentist, my dentist academia. Get that checked out. Yeah, but um. You see, Izuku's actually like when he says that uh, cheesy line, uh, he is like shaking. You know, it's 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 dramatic zoom in, but also he's and I think in that you see this more clearly in anime that he's like physically shaking. So uh, that's kind of what Bakugo's. Yeah, it kind of reads like he's a. Uh, it, it like it definitely could read as shaking, but it also kind of reads like he's a. Uh, like you'll see like a like a person like a boxer right before they fight like they'll just kind of like switch like jump from foot to foot to kind of just like get ready for oh, it yeah, or something yeah, like that float like a butterfly sting like a bee action yeah it, you could read it as that as well like that's true given given just kind of like how his pose is it's like it it's definitely shaking but I could see somebody reading it as that now that you pointed out hmm. well Bakugo says you spout that crap all while scared out of your mind it pisses me off. And we get zoom in on uh, scary demon Bakugo. scary no dental Bakugo, and uh, uh, like, like seriously, like his top teeth, like they're uneven. Some of them are spikes, some of them are <laughs> the bottom ones. It's just like some of them are just facing like weird directions. Even with the not counting the angle, there's like huge gaps. And I'm like, oh, are you? Did is everything okay at your house? Like, did did you not have like a don't you did you not ever get like a dental? Like you need braces, dude. Like really bad. I wonder if the hero course is dental. That's that's something we got. Well, I would hope that when he goes pro, he would get dental at least. You know, when you have a recovery girl, is it you know that everything is covered? But I, would that I be imagine. recovery though? Like, would that be recovering? Because that's just naturally how. Yeah, that's true. You can't recover on something that is just how it normally yeah. is. Oh man! Um, but we've on that so point, crazy. Mark. We finished the chapter uh, and we move on to chapter eight. Or chapter nine. Chapter nine. <laughs> chapter nine, Mark. My Hero Academia, chapter nine, Deku versus Kachan. Written and drawn by Kohei Horikoshi, and this chapter was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump, issue 41, in 2014. And chapter nine starts with uh, a comic book cover. Yes! Very, pr- um, I'm very happy to see this make a return from chapter or volume one. I'll be honest, one. I feel like this is referencing something, like, like, spe- yeah. but, but it could be, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's Midoriya versus, uh, and he's kind of up in the air, winding up a punch, and it's uh, Bakugo, uh, preparing, uh, preparing an explosion, like, s- to swing up at him, and, and just like two people fighting like this in this kind of dramatic pose with Midoriya a bit higher up, coming, coming down, and Bakugo going from bottom to top. Um, and then there's some shattering around there, which I guess could be glass. That could be so many different covers. 
It could, it yeah, be, it's it, kind of hard it, to it narrow it down. It could be so many different covers that maybe uh, Horikoshi was just like, this is a cover from one of my favorite issues of something mm. um, that it's referencing, or it could just be, you know, just I wanted to do a comic book cover, so this is how I do it. It could be a bunch of different things, um, but I, I always love seeing the yes. comic book covers, and I know doing them every week would, would be a pain, because just in the normal like comic book uh, American comic book industry. Pe- there are people who just their entire career are covers. Yes, cover and, artists. And they, and they're, yeah, cover artists. And they're they're typically more detailed and inter- intricate, mm-hmm. and they're just constantly working because they put so much detail into them. And this one, I want to say, was probably in color at one point. Oh, yeah, well, that. when they're... Um, I can actually speak, uh, you know, because I can speak the, from, from uh, you know, fact, because I have a, a copy of Weekly Shonen Jump uh, sitting beside me. Uh, it's very big, Mark. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but they yeah, are yeah. absolutely. I used to get shown and jump when I was much younger. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So. They... And they were just so big that yeah. I was like, maybe I don't. They are like absolutely. I don't know where I'm gonna. I don't know where I'm gonna put this, but they're absolutely huge. And they are. Um. Well, you would know yourself. Uh. But just in case for our listeners, um, it's kind of almost like it remind when I opened up. It kind of it kind of reminded me like craft paper. Because all like the, you got yeah, the it, different it's basically news. It's, it's like a step up of news from yeah. newsprint. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the the manga volumes are much uh, higher quality of paper. I would say uh, flicking through them. The shonen shonen jumps they're they're made like that so they could be uh, partly because it's cheaper, partly so they could be easier easily recycled because it's a mo- monthly publication and not everybody keeps them. Makes sense, uh, but. Yeah, as you were saying, Mark, I have the volume that has the, I think it's the four year anniversary, uh, I, like double page spread, and that is in full color. Whereas, yep. uh, when, I don't know when we'll get to that volume, but that'll be when, for the, well, at least for the American uh, manga volumes, it's all black and white. Um, my guess is also in the uh, Japanese, like, uh, Tonkabons, they're also black and white. Uh, it would not shock me. Well, that makes sense, yeah. When you, uh, um, but yeah, you can. I can tell that it's in color because it, of how dark the shading on it and how dark mm. it is. It would it'd be silly to make something just in grayscale like in this style. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a great way to start it, and I I always love getting them. Yes, it's a little tree. Yeah, that's. I know what you mean about like it'd be nice if every uh, every chapter had them. But it, it's, it's not it's not practical on a weekly. Yeah, well, it's, not, weekly it's not practical. That at all. said, I wish they would make more of these into posters, like more of the comic book cover yes. ones into posters. Um, but then from there, we get into basically the first page, and we get a we get a flashback again. Woo! Well, this is flashback intensive. This chapter. Yep. Uh, how Midoriya and uh, Bakugo were in the same neighborhood. They grew up together, um, and uh, how he got uh, like how his you know. Quirk manifested, and mm-hmm. kind of then he changed, and uh, all that's history. And then we get right back to where we were with uh, Bakugo being pissed off, and um, him actually being because it's a small hallway now surrounded. I I, I realize by uh, by Midoriya and uh, Uraraka. Yeah, not very not very tactical. Like, honestly, if Uraraka had just like thinking out her feet, just grabbed him for a second and just mm-hmm. made him float. Yep. Yeah, he could still move around with his quirk, but it, it would it would get him off guard for a couple seconds. Yeah, they could easily. She just taps him, you know. They they head on off to find uh, Tenya, and you know the, the the victory's in the bag at this stage. Actually, not not even that. Like he's he's so worried about using his uh majority is so worried about using his uh his quirk because he uses it once and he's done. Mm-hmm. It's just like if she gets him in the air, 
he's going to be stunned for a second. Just go in. I, I guess he hasn't figured out the flicking thing yet. Yeah. But it's like, go in with a punch there, and you took him out. And, and now all you, you have your other arm, and all you have is Ida. That's true. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, what's stopping Ojako from just tapping Ida as well whenever it, it gets down to uh, that? But, uh, exactly. Like, it's it's two-on-one at that point, yeah. and all they have to do is basically grab onto it to win. Yeah. So. Uh, not, the, not the smartest move by Bakugo here. Actually, he'd, pro- he'd probably notice her coming up and just blast her if, if we can be... Yeah, that's the honest, thing as well. But... I don't know if, uh, if Bakugo... Or I don't know if Ojako would uh, necessarily want to get up close to Bakugo. Yeah, but... they're destined battles between rivals. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I I, I want to give poor Alida. Uh, you know, he's doing. He's his like, what best. is going on? He's he's doing his very best to try and you know get the teamwork going with Bakugo, but it's just not happening. Uh, because you know he's like, oh, can I get an update on the situation? You know, uh, it sounds pretty crazy. It sounds like you're blowing up. You know, half the building. I get that we're villains, but I don't know what's really going on. Uh, and then I think Bakugo has the audacity to just uh, you know cut. They cut the transmission, and, and then what? 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 When you're in either shoes, what can you do at that stage? You know, it's just at that point he's probably should be just like, well, it was bound to happen. It's a solo teamwork operation at this stage. Um, poor, poor Ida. But uh, we kind of get a, a cut back to the to the everybody else watching, uh, and we kind of get a bit more background on what's going on with this, how the kind of the conditions of this battle. Uh, mm-hmm. So we see that you know, okay, they, we can see because obviously we can hear the narration. We can see them talking, but uh, the rest of the class can't hear what the uh, transceivers are transmitting, uh, and that's because they've all been fitted uh, with micro transceivers uh, along with the battle bl- blueprints that they used before they entered into the uh, the arena. And they also have capture tape mark that is used. This that is what is used to incapacitate the opponents. Yes, and uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, they set this up and then immediately make it not matter in the strangest way. Okay. So basically, they say with the capture tape, all you need to do is, uh, I believe the exact words are, tying this around your opponent mm. uh, is sufficient proof that you've captured them. Yes. Um, and then they then they kind of talk about you know, uh, so you know. Did, uh, they've only got 15 minutes for this exercise. The heroes don't know the location of the weapons. Um, and then it's pointed out uh, that, it's like, that the heroes are kind of at a different disadvantage. And All Might's like, Aizawa told you, say it with me, you have to go plus ultra. Plus ultra! And then uh, Aoyama kind of brings everybody's attention back to uh, to what's going to what's the monitor. On, yes. When we see uh, Bakugo just launching himself at Midoriya. Uh, Midoriya basically being like, run, like run, Uraka, get away, get to the the bomb. Um, and she does that. She does. Uh, and then then we get to the part where the capture tape really bothers me. Okay. So Midoriya has taken out the capture tape and uses it to grab uh, Bakugo's leg. Yeah. Uh, and then the next panel we see, uh, we see his arms are in the exact opposite positions before, and we can even. Uh, and I know in the anime we actually see yeah, you we see more the of movement. it. Yeah. You no, know, no. Not only do we witness the movement, we see that it's around his leg. Yeah. It's completely around his leg, which, by the the definition of it, All Might shouldn't have even needed to play favorites to to go in and be like Bakugo, he got it around you. You're done. 
Yeah, I see where you come from. I, 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 get, I get that they're say, it's like it should be around the waist or something like yeah. that, but it's like they, they, but you didn't, you just said you had to get it around them. It's semantics at this point. I know right here he's using it just basically as part of a, a like a, a throw or like to put him off balance in the air. But at the same time, I also remember thinking first time I, I saw this being like, but he just got the capture tape around him. Oh, I see where you're coming like, from. I get, I, I get it. Like I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But and I know later on they're accused of not going by the spirit of it. Like they 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 won technically, but not by the spirit of the exercise. But at the same time, like oh, so here we play with the spirit of the exercise and not the actual rules. Um, yeah, no, I I but also I the the way I kind of had it in my head was it's because Bakugo is still moving now. Maybe if he had like been on the ground and or if he'd been able to even like get it around his entire body even for a second. Yeah. Izuku's not able to keep the tape on him for a, a long enough time to warrant a completion. You know what I mean? That's what I thought. What, what, what do you think about that, Mark? Yeah, but I just it's like didn't say it that way. It's just one of those things that always bothered me. It's like, and, it, and it's it's it also has more to do with how close it is together. Mm. Like it's it's like top of one page. Uh, okay, you just need to you just need to tie it around them to, and that is sufficient proof. Like just tie it around them, and that's sufficient. Proof. Next page, one character does that, and nobody calls it. That's I think that's probably my problem with it is just the abruptness of. Yeah, it's literally the next page. Oh hey, here's the rules. Oh hey, we're not following the rules that we literally just set up. Damn, you're you're becoming very Aizawa-esque, Mark, with all this rational thinking. Uh, also, speaking about Aizawa. Uh, did you notice? I now I don't know if the print copy has it, but I'm zooming in on the uh, digital copy, and he says page 18 of notebook number 10. And if you look, it like actually shows it, but you don't actually. I can't read what the notes say, but uh, that is a note on a racer head. So I thought that, which makes sense because he's got the capture tape or capture scarf kind of thing going on so uh, i thought that was a nice wee shout out in his hero notes where's that if you look uh right on the when he right when he applies the capture tape or in the, the next page when he's kind of oh no it. i see it yeah, yeah. if you z- I can't i honestly can't tell yeah oh no this. like yeah from the it's so dark from the print co- yeah because the flashback kind of panel is very grayed out but uh yeah if you zoom in it does say eraser head so i was uh i did like the wee shout out to the hero notes yep. well because he he did once once the guy's hair was up and he saw the goggles he he knew it was a razor head that's, he uh, that's no volume book. 10 or number 10 so that's pretty recent because he's on i think he's only on 13 now he's on thir- he was on 13 uh now who knows what number he's on currently and uh he's probably on 20 at this stage but anyway mark um whether or not he should whether or not the fight should end right here yeah i'm kind of glad it doesn't because you know we we said oh no i mean it was awesome it's just like don't just set up a rule to only immediately not follow the rule you set up but we got some great action mark as uh azuki or bako kind of like does a Oh, I don't know. He kind of just explodes Izuku out of basically. The he, he basically he misses. He he frees himself, but he misses. Mm. And uh, but it still works to make Izuku kind of scatter pretty well. Yes, and uh, everybody's more amazed. Like people are kind of like, oh yeah, the, the explosion quirk is impressive, but it's super amazing that he's not even using his quirk and he's doing this well. Mm. Like everybody at this point seems to be on uh, Midoriya's side. Yes, even, uh, well, even All Might, because uh, we actually of see... Of course All Might. Of course All Might. Uh, no favoritism, right, All Might? But, um, yeah, no, we see uh, 
a, a shout out to an old panel that I was very happy to see again. We see the return of ancient backpack technique. Uh, yes. Uh, from the very start, he's excelled at making split second decisions. Uh, even though ancient backpack technique has been, uh, you know, uh, it's it's almost like instinct to him now, Mark, because he's been training so long with it. I mean, he's been training so long with it. It's it's just really weird that he didn't incorporate it into his custom. Yeah, well, you know, we, we've already voiced our opinions on that, Mark. Uh, All Might makes out a good point here. He says, all that info the kid's been uh, recording in his hero notes, you know, it's a... Uh, Title drop. Yeah, <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> um... It's soaked straight into that obsessed fanboy head of his. Uh, so really, like you know, he's got all the. He might he might not have any of the training, Mark, but he's got all the the. That's debatable. <laughs> he definitely has all the, the the notes anyway to go into his head. Yes, he has all the no- he has all the knowledge, um, and especially of Bakugo. But uh, he still makes the decision that yeah, no, I need to get out of here. Um, A wise decision, I would say. Yep. Uh, and Baku goes basically he's like get back here. Yeah, he um, just whooshes then... out of the <laughs> literally just speeds off. Like, well, he has to go and come up with his and, and then he, and then Bakugo just keeps taunting him, like, oh like what like right? Like hiding your your flashy quirk? Like where where's this been all these years? And then we get uh more Bakugo just exploding things to look intimidating to the reader. It works. It does. Uh just basically challenging him, like, bring it on, I saying I'll still crush you. Uh as he kind of charges, I'm assuming charges through. The, the building after him. Yeah, well, we we see Zuku kind of uh, huddled in the corner. So uh, apparently he's he's lost he, or he's managed to escape Bago for now. How long that will last uh, when Bago is on the on the prowl like this, I don't know. But um, yeah, basically, this we get more uh, tactical thinking uh, from Zuku because he's like, okay. And then we see true demon, true demon Ida and Bakugo. Yeah, I love this panel. This is proper villain uh, Ida. It's pretty, pretty scary actually, because uh, this is all part of this is all part of Izuku's on the fly strategy. So he's figuring out that because Bakugo came at him and Uraka so suddenly, um, even though logically. Uh, as Izuku points out, Ida makes a much better uh, candidate for Vanguard because you know. He you, can... you know he he both does and doesn't. And just okay. thinking of the spirit of it, really, do we want the guy that produces explosions right next to our explosive? You know what? That's a good point, actually. Like, like if, normally, if they were just protecting, let's say, a room or or an o- normal object, yes. But we we have. Is it like nuclear weapon? I believe it's basically yeah. it's a big bomb. It's a big bomb, and you don't want your exploding yeah, guy. You don't want to set that off by accident, I imagine. Uh, even if you're the villain, uh, that might be some collateral damage too much for you. Uh, I yes. Would say. Um, that's a good point, Mark. I didn't think about that. Yeah, but uh, Izuku doesn't think about that. But he does point out that you know he Izuku figures out that basically the teamwork element that he still has with Ochako is something that uh, Bago and Ida do not have, which is kind of no. What he figures will be their key to winning, because while Bakugo and Ida aren't working together, he theorizes that if he can just keep Bakugo occupied, maybe even take him down, uh, then it allows him to, then he can catch up with Araka and go two-on-one with... uh, Or honestly, if even he can get away for long enough and lose him, he can then go help Uraraka and they can quickly win before uh, Bakugo can, can get back. Yes, yes. Um, then we go into a, a little country that's known as Flashback Country. Our favorite country to visit in this chapter, Mark. Yep. But yeah, we, we get we get the kind of the, the entire spectrum of their relationship, 
where it's like uh, Bakugo realizing, oh, like Deku, Deku doesn't have a quirk. Deku, Deku's nothing. Yeah, but but doesn't quite re- doesn't quite put all those gears together until uh, Bakugo ends up falling off a uh, a log, like a log bridge, and all of his other friends are just like up there being like, uh, you know, he's probably fine. Like, he's see, he's getting back up. He's good. But uh, before really any of them realize it, like Midori is already like gone, like gone over the bank, gone down the bank, gone down there, and it helps him up. And he's like, hey, are, are you okay? Like, do, do you need a hand? And it's just in the water, like giving him a hand up like hey like he, he's being a good guy here to a guy who just fell and may have he doesn't know if he's hurt himself but just he, he's just like hey do you, do you need a hand and bakugo bakugo takes this in the strangest way i could really think of of oh you're insulting me and you know like because it does look pretty shallow and he is holding the back of his head so he it does it, it looks pretty like... shallow it, it looks like that like he's holding the back of his head, mm. uh, but at the same time, they're also like, well, a fall like that might not be anything for us being adults. Well, they're kids. also like four or five. Yeah. Like yeah. he he could have fallen and hurt himself pretty badly for all they know. Mm. Yeah, because it's a pretty it's a pretty steep fall as well, you know. Yes, it, it was both a steep and abrupt fall, yes. and I believe um, do, do we actually see the whole fall here? We see a slip and a sploosh. We we see him slip and uh, I I think in the anime we see him kind of like hit the water on like his like back or side or something like that, like some place where he could have very well and probably did hit his head, whether he hit it hard or not is mm. semantics. Point is, is that the, he saw his friend potentially get hurt and went over to to make sure he was okay, and that got taken as, oh, you think you're better than me. Yeah, this is like this. I think this moment, yeah, because we see this moment a lot, and this is the moment when Bakugo. This is this is the moment where Bakugo was like, "I don't like you." Before he was just kind of like, "Ha, huh, Midoriya doesn't have a quirk," mm. but it was but it wasn't really like, "I hate this person." I hate the very fundamentals of this person until this. And then we get another kind of more recent flashback into kind of the very same look because you know it's from right after deploying ancient backpack technique uh izuku gives that you look like you needed to be saved he gives that same look to bakugo and this just really a bit more cry a bit more well you know that is uh within izuku's that's classic izuku i would say and we see a literal interpretation of uh bakugo's inner like sense of self-shattering this really pisses bakugo off yes because you know Zuku's just a pebble mark you know and Bakugo is better than him um but oh this panel this panel I think this panel might be one of my favorites out of these two chapters because oh Bakugo walking forward with the cracked background it looks and you see this in anime as well it's really well portrayed yeah it's like this this might be one of my favorite Bakugo panels because it really just so because you can't even see he's got like the demon eyes going you know yeah no pupils indicating super angry Blind rage is, I believe, what that's supposed to indicate. Um, and I, yeah, he definitely looks angry to me, Mark. But uh, we cut scenes to uh, something a little more lighthearted, I would say. Um, uh, very uh, this this next scene, I very much enjoy. So uh, Uraka has uh, found the location of evil vid- villain Tenya, uh, Mark, who is the ultimate villain. Uh, it's quite, you know, words. I, a quite logical uh, standpoint that Tenya has here. You know, is that okay? You know, uh, to become a better hero, he would cloak himself in the darkness of villainy and become the ultimate evil. And we see, um... he even says, though it will bring shame to his uh, 
his family name. Um, this training is to make him better, so he will he will swallow his pride and uh, and accept this and become the ultimate villain. And uh, you've got the the evil uh, even the mwahaha. So you got the evil yes. laugh and everything. I you know. And this evil laugh was probably the single most strategically amazing thing that he did this entire time. Not what we will see him clearing the room of all objects so none of it can be floated or thrown at him. No, it's this laugh because this laugh causes Uraraka, who is who's basically he doesn't notice her at this point, mm-hmm. to to start laughing at how serious she has been, and he immediately hears this and looks to her, her and then he's like, "Uh, yeah, so you've come." The element of surprise is no more, Mark. Her best chance of beating him is gone. <laughs> but you know, it was pretty funny. You know, if I was in that situation, it was, it was great. It was I'd absolutely laughing too. And also, you gotta give a shout out to Denya. He is committing. He is giving a hundred percent to this. He he is he's completely committed to the role mm-hmm. and he's strategic as uh as I was saying before um he kind of anticipated that uh with with uh, Bakugo going out he kind of he knows that him and uh Midoriya seem to have like a, a rivalry or something mm-hmm. so he figured that it would probably be Uraraka that came to him so he removed every single object in the room obviously except for the the bomb the yes. target um so she wouldn't have anything to to use against him. Um, and, uh, Uraraka is, like, well crud. <laughs> She's in a bit of a pickle. Um, yes. Uh, but, you know, uh, excellent work by Ida. And then, and then we cut to, back to Izuku still strategizing. Who Who is now taking out the capture tape again. I didn't notice that. Yeah, actually, yeah. So I wonder what he's trying, maybe, you know, if he kind of, if he sneaks around and does another sneak well, attack. Well, he on... even, even says, uh... That Bakugo um, was reading him, so uh, like he he was able to read Bakugo, so he led with a kick. Uh, but now his guard is up, um, and, and it's not going to be so easy. And he he needs a strategy, so he's he I, I get the implication that his his strategy at this point, just by instinct, was maybe I can capture him again. Mm. Uh, but then then he actually enough. comes up with the strategy of uh, and, and he contacts Uraraka. Yes, and. Uh... <laughs> Uraraka says, you know, pretty much the jig is up. Uh, evil Mwahaha villain has found me. Uh, and But she does give him the important information that she the location of the bomb is in the fifth floor right in the center, right above where Deku is right now. Which, uh, I'm kind of impressed. Like I get why she would be able to figure out where she was. Mm-hmm. Well, they but, have the blueprints. That's what that's. Well, well they do. But I'm just more surprised that he has apparently memorized the the blueprints and he knows the exact hallway he's in because it seems like the only big open room in this building is is that one that has the uh the bomb in it. Yes. So it's just it's like oh you're just in a bunch of hallways. But uh, I guess good on you for spatial awareness. Well, you know he's he's very good at memorizing things. He's got all them notes in his head as well. So I imagine he's, maybe he's got photographic memory. Is that a quirk? Eh. I'm not sure. Well, I um, mean, no, it's it's an actual condition. Um, <laughs> but no, um, he he definitely he definitely doesn't because he does forget things and he okay. doesn't always pick everything up. Uh, but but he basically says there's probably only a little time left. Uh, if if we keep going like this, they're gonna run out the clock and win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, and he doesn't want to lose here. A- and then and then around the corner, there's a rumble. And Baku says he's loaded up, and he's he emphasize the image emphasizes his gauntlet. Yes. Um. Actually, in the anime. Oh, and the anime, in the anime, there's a red glow that yeah, comes from the, really the cracks cool, in the grenade. The, cra- yeah, the, the cracks in the grenade glow red, and you kind of get like a chunk noise. It's yep. really cool. And and he fairly calmly, like sadistically calmly, says, "Why are you not? Uh, why are you not using it? You, you mocking me?" And Midoriya's like, "Oh, oh, oh no, Kachan." And, and he's like, "I guess it's now or never." Um, 
and he's like, I guess I can't afford to not, you know, I, I can't be afraid of you anymore. Mm. And Bakugo's just like, that's fine. Uh, I guess, uh, knowing this is all your, wait, what? He says, guessing you know this from all your stalking. He explain. He then explains his quirk, which is a anime trope that I hate. But I guess they're in a school, so it works. Where it's like, oh, I'm gonna explain my power. It's like, well, thank you for telling me exactly how to fight you. Um, but I guess this one isn't as bad because he knows, and it, the reader needed to know somehow. And it also kind of suits his sadistic side at this stage. It does in this particular situation. It does, and he ba- explains that basically he's, he's his sweat glands um, in his pub secrete. Uh, Basically, some like a, a nitroglycerin, like it, it's not exactly like it, but it, it's pretty volatile. And he, it, from what we know later on, he uses it too much; it can hurt him. But he, he basically has a natural resistance to it. Mm. Uh, and, and apparently, hand motions, from what we see, causes it to explode. Point is, is that he's like, yeah, and he's basically like, assuming that they, you know, they they did what I wanted with the, my my armor request. Uh, this gauntlet has been storing fluid, and, and he he's pointing it at him at this point. And at this point, All Might is like, no, you got to stop, kid. Uh, are you trying to kill him? And I love this is probably one of my favorite early Bakugo moments, yes. at least in the anime, where he pulls it. He's like, it, he'll be fine if he dodges, uh, but here he's like, he's like, he won't die if he's if it's not a direct hit. I love how you see like a purely demented just the eye, eye. and, the, and the, just the sadistic smile. Yes. It's great. And then the next page is just a full page explosion. Yeah, he literally pulls the pin on his gauntlet, and then we get a massive explosion. Just heading right towards uh, Bedoria, and he's flung off his feet. Oh, literally! Like, and I'm pretty like you can almost see along the edges. You can see the walls just tearing apart as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, the floor, everything. Mm-hmm. And we get a quick panel up in. Uh, we get a bunch of quick shots here. So we get one up in the uh, the room with Ida and Uraka, and she's they're just like, what is happening? Yeah, because you can the, <laughs> everything is shaking. Yeah, the explosion kind of is rippling through the building. Uh, and then uh, your boy is uh, all Kirishima is like, what the heck is he doing? This is supposed to be practice, and and All Might is like, okay, <laughs> is Midori alive? I maybe should have stopped this, All Might. You know, um, yeah, but basically we see the aftermath of the blast and just utter destruction. And there's just a, basically the building is destroyed. There's just a giant multi-floor hole Hmm. in it. Midoriya looks absolute, like this terror right here, I I would compare to uh, how he looked terrified wise when the sludge villain attacked him. Oh yeah. Just absolute mortal fear. Mm Mm-hmm. As as Bakugo is just still walking towards him, just like use your quirk, Deku. There's no exclamation points on most of these at the, for Bakugo, which makes it even more sinister. Wh- which is which is why it's sinister and sadistic. He's like, yes. he's like, I want to crush you at your strongest. And, and and then we get another explanation of his quirk, which it's like, okay, you just explained it. Why are you giving us it again? They point out here, which is kind of because we we did get a uh, we did get a wee panel explaining his quirk in uh, back in the quirk apprehension test. But I think yes. a very two very important boxes here that wrap up uh, this chapter is the more he stores up, the more sweat that is, the more powerful his attacks become, and we and have just witnessed that. Absolutely, just evil and sadistic. Oh, it's a wonderful panel. Fantastic. And that mark is where we close chapter nine. And yes. boy, I really want to read chapter ten now, but we can't. That's next week's yep. chapter. But right now, Mark, I wanna I wanna find out what your final thoughts are for chapter 
eight. For chapter eight, uh, that is a tough one for me. Uh, this one I've actually kind of like had to think about uh, okay. kind of heavily because just just some of the stuff, like even the, this, I, I do count the whole like, oh, you just broke your spine or you threw out your back throwing oh, yes, him. Yes. I'm giving it, I'm giving it, like, I'll be honest, I'm giving it a seven. It, it's a good score, okay. but it could be better. How about you? Big shocker. I'm a, a bit more positive. Um, no, I never felt this. Now, now uh, hear me out, okay? Um, because we weren't too fond of the previous chapter, um, chapter seven, and the way it kind of no. ended abruptly. Uh, so I really, like, I was going into this chapter, and uh, it really impressed me because it, it had the perfect combination. You know, it had uh, it had the feels at the start with uh, Inko, uh, so I was already in a good mood reading that. And then you know you get the humor during the the kind of with the with uh, Ojako and that um, during the, the the discussion of what's really going on, and then we get the action. So we get the perfect My Hero Academia mix of uh, humor, uh, feels, and action uh, in this in this chapter. And I will say like it does kind of uh, I think the the pacing because we were we were we had a problem with the pacing in the previous chapters. Yes, uh, it does kind of it starts off. Well, it starts off, we get immediate payoff of the hero costume, and then it slows down uh, as we get... And that's the one The one point I would say is that it could kind of... Uh, we could kind of pick up the pace a little bit during for the, the battle training explanation. But I still think there's some, there's some funny moments there. At least the mm-hmm. humor kind of makes it light and quick to read. But the, when we get into the action scenes... Um, and really, like in that early chapter, we get a lot more of it in uh, chapter nine. But in chapter eight, even we do get a lot of uh, kind of the back go history get, getting, and obviously in chapter nine that gets de- developed even more. But yes, um, yeah, no, I really, I really, I, I, there's something about this fight in particular. These next couple of chapters, uh, I, I'm really fond of. So you can be expecting a lot of high scores for me uh, around these parts, anyway. Um, did you actually give a score? Yeah, eight out of ten. Um, a very, I think it's just a solid chapter. And while I would agree that, um, you know, maybe his uh, his his martial arts technique could, uh, could is not the most realistic thing. It looked cool. It's not, it's not even that's the most realistic thing. It's that it comes out of absolutely nowhere. That's true. That's true. It, 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 it comes out of nowhere and never again. Honestly, never again does he show any like martial arts stuff yeah, not really, that he had that he hasn't learned like the stuff he'll eventually learn from yeah. Ida. Like yeah, that's true. he he it, it's it's not even like that he he it's knows this. It's that style. yeah like yeah. it like shoot style I would consider a martial art to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it's like and we actively see him research that as well. We don't see any yes. of this coming. Before. Yes, no, no. Th- this this comes out of nowhere, yeah. and we really never see it again. No, yeah, we true. don't ever see it again. It's just, it's not even that it's like, oh, we don't see this specific move. It's like, oh, he does a, a pretty decently complex move here, mm-hmm. a, a, implying that he's had some training, and then we never see anything about that again, which is, I, I think, probably he just came up with this super cool idea of it and said, if it doesn't make complete sense, I don't care, it looks cool. Which it does. Which it does. <laughs> I don't question the fact that it looks freaking awesome you just question how it actually i just works. question a lot of the, like not even well i guess a little bit i questioned how it worked but uh i question just like the, but where does this competence yes, yes. where did it you go see, that, that's the thing you see you you analyze things uh f- from the logical 
a viewpoint where if I just see something cool, I'm like, 8 out of 10, bada bing. Um, well, Mark, what would you give your chapter 9? What would be your final? This chapter? one I have to give, and this this is one I, I, I feel like I'm going to have to defend, 7-9. Okay. It was so close to an 8, Ooh. and I danced around the 8. I danced around the 8 for a bit. Okay. Um, but the the big things for me with because the, the art is so good. There's yes. some of my favorite panels in, in this one. But uh, a part of it was a, a little bit of, I'd say maybe a little bit of pacing problems. Um, but I think it's just more kind of how they're, they're jumping back. Not even the jumping back to see how the people in the command room are. Um, but, but just it's like, oh, this is a good time to kind of show more people and you're sticking with a couple. Um, but it, it's, it's the cap, it's, it's the capture tape. And I really do mainly hold this against it for the immediateness of it. Yes. It's literally the next. Page. All you have to do to, for me to say that you've captured them is to get, to, to tie this around them. Mm. Midoriya gets it around him, even if it's his leg and not and like immediately afterwards. It's, it's not later on in the chapter. It's immediately afterwards. Next page mm-hmm. doesn't call, doesn't call him captured. Um, and then the fact that basically two pages in a row, I guess it's technically a page and there's another page and then we get it. But pretty, we have basically explanation of Bakugo's quirk twice and basically two pages. Yes, one of those pages is the full page explosion. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think this, the second explanation is very necessary. Yeah, no, no, it's, 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 it's fine that we're explaining it once, especially because I do like how he's doing kind of sadistically like mocking him. Because uh, he, he's, he's also because he's also explaining the gauntlet, That's but true, at yeah. the same time, then we get just another explanation. It, once again, it's it's not like we had an explanation in the beginning of the chapter, and then maybe next chapter, or even like at the very end of this chapter after he's done something super cool with it, we get like a, a, a like a, a better explanation. It's like mm-hmm. nope, we get an explanation here, and then we get basically the exact same explanation on basically the next page. Yeah, and I think that last page of the sinister back go. I think that will work even better if we if that whole panel was devoted just to that you know what i mean and, and may, maybe like a, a sadistic laugh or something like yeah. that but yeah no it feels like it's just cluttering and it felt unnecessary mm. but i also love that opening cover yeah. like oh the, it's a tricky one mark it's a tricky I one couldn't quite give it an eight because of that yeah or oh, so well, yeah seven point nine. well you know uh, no it, it, I, it's it's very fair uh i'm still 7.9 is still pretty high um I'm going higher. There's a big surprise. I'm giving it, um, yeah, I'll be giving it 8.5, Mark. Um, basically, kind of building upon what Chapter 8 did for me. And I gave Chapter 8 an, an, an 8, uh, funnily enough. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, so Chapter 9 kind of builds the top that even more. With all, now, with the flashbacks, um, I think it actually does a good job of kind of spacing them in between. Like, this is one of the better uses of flashbacks in the series because mm. there's definitely, definitely parts in the series where we just get the flashbacks and it's like, can we, can we learn nothing? Can you, can you not give us another angle of this scene? Yes. Like, can you, can, can we not get some other insight into this scene? Why are we always seeing this exact same things? Um, and th- this was this was done so much better. Yeah, and I do think it does a good job of uh, like spacing it out in between the actions. It's not just yes. we're not just getting uh, like a uh, we're not just getting constantly a- remembering this one moment in their lives. Just every time they look at each other, just that's how it feels. Honestly, I, I, I'm over exaggerating. I know what you course. mean. I know what you mean. But it's like it does feel like at some points in this story, it's like they just look at each other and they just both instantly remember this one moment, and it's just like, <laughs> oh my god, guys. Oh my god! Yeah, can, can you just look in the other person's general direction without having a flashback? By God! 
Yeah, well, that's that's the anime trope, Mark. But um, I know that's like I think uh, it's not just like because you could have easily just like loaded up all the flashbacks at the start of the chapter. But I think he does a good job of pacing it out and kind of. I agree. It adds kind of it adds more volume to the current day events of the the fights taking place. Which is how flashbacks should be used to make yes. the cur- to give context to the current situation or reveal something important, and it should flow fairly naturally into uh, the current context. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it does a perfect job of that. Uh, and you know, this is um, we saw we saw kind of bits and pieces of this in volume one, uh, but I think yes. it, this really ties up everything that we've seen previously and really brings home. Uh, when concerning his, uh, it really brings home why Bakugo is the way he is uh, when talking to Deku and um, kind of the inferiority complex that that surrounds him. I think that uh, that scene with yes. the, that scene at the lake uh, when like th- that page just encapsulates and Bakugo's reaction afterwards uh, that we really liked with like literally just his the shattering behind him. Um, I think that really so good. that really encapsulates the whole relationship. And in I think in other in other stories it wouldn't work because we have like a we have immediately after that we have the scene change which is a very comical scene. Uh, but I think it kind of I yes. think it really it really works well because that like it works with the tone that has been set up at this mm, point. The gravitas of that moment uh, with Bakugo uh you know saying i'm better uh, that, that really hits home hard and then but then you know we have the the light-hearted evil and let's be honest evil tenya deserves an 8.5 all for himself uh, evil tenya is hilarious so but i think he did a really good job because uh, I, I think i don't know if other writers would be able to handle that tone change as well as uh horikoshi does but he does a really good job in kind of uh, setting the mood for the two different areas and then kind of and then literally uh, it all builds up to this massive explosion at the end um and we both love that moment mark of him so like, good uh, the uh, he won't die if it's not a direct hit it's that moment. one of the, it's one of the few moments just because he didn't do a two-page spread of it which mm. i get like you, you you panel space amount of pages everything um if anything, the scene is held back because it's just on one page. Yes. Like, like you get you like you're imagining what I'm saying in my in in your head, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I get just, you. If you could actually maybe even see him a little bit behind it, even if it was just kind of like in shadow through the explosion, it was just two pages, just engulfing everything. Mm. I think actually not to not to shout out the uh, anime once the, the, again. No, I'm saying the anime because of the because of the nature of it, the nature of the medium. Because in the anime, you see the explosion power forward and literally rip up the wall and you kind of get you get a a feel for what's happening with the one page but even if it was a double page you could have maybe got a a sense of that movement going forward yes um but you know yeah i i you know i would still take the the cover page volume or the cover page of the chapter uh the comic book cover over a double page uh, any day of the week but um yeah so basically um yeah, so eight point five out of ten for me, Mark. Uh, and with that, we will we I think we'll wrap up the show at this stage, Mark. Now, uh, Mark, before we get into our you know plugging ourselves and and the podcast, which we are mm-hmm. one to do, uh, we wanna we wanna point out that we will have a, another very special episode on the horizon, yes. Mark. Um, yes, sometime sometime either either 
coming out next week or in two weeks. We'll have to have to get exact scheduling, yes. but w- within two weeks, we will have another very special episode of Hero Notes. We will have our uh, review of uh, uh, the game One's yes, Justice. My Hero One's Justice. I got. I gotta say, the more I thought about it, the more I've been like, okay, so it, it, I'm not sure in Japan because I think One Punch Man might be uh, the in Shonen Jump, like the the manga version of it. But I know in in the U.S. at the very least, it's by uh, kind of a competing company for okay. manga. So it's like you have My Hero Academia. Um, that goes through uh, Shonen Jump, and then uh, I, I don't... Is it Viz? I, I don't remember. Um, the other publisher, big publisher at the moment, who uh, has One Punch Man. No, Viz have One Punch Man, yeah. But uh, also, the, they have My Hero Academia as well. Well, no, I, I know Shonen Jump in Japan, I'm pretty sure, has One Punch Man, but I think like oh. as far as publishing it in the US, it's okay. under a different publisher no, than Shonen. Viz. It's Viz. I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at the covers. Okay, I was right. Um, but it's funny because the the pseudonym for the writer for that is One. So I just okay. I, I I heard and I thought about this today. I was like, One's Justice, and I'm like, Why isn't this a One Punch Man game? Whoa. Oh well, I don't know who would win. Uh, Saitama. Uh, okay, that that's an entirely different debate because uh, you, no, you, you, you have a you have a you have a series that's about that's fundamental aspect is that he can basically beat anything in one punch versus characters. Who are not supposed to be like that? Yes, it's yes. it's it's not a could Goku beat him or anything like that. It's it's not. It doesn't even ever come down to that. It comes down to what is the actual point of One Punch Man? What what is the fundamental rule? He can beat anything except for maybe Blast in One Punch. Oh, we we haven't met Blast yet. So no, we haven't. We're, we're not a One Punch Man podcast. My, well, Mark. That, that's end game. That's end game stuff. Um, my point is is that it's like I just I thought of I thought it was funny. Yes. One's justice, and I'm like. Shouldn't it be a One Punch Man game? Point is, we'll have our, we'll have reviews of um. Both you said you're getting the PS4. I, correct? Yeah, you will have a Switch. Yeah, you're getting the piss poor, and I'm getting oh. the Switch version. Uh, Don't think I'm making fun of it for nothing. As soon as we come up with a fancy name for the Switch, I will do that too. I don't appreciate that type of slander. My hey, podcast. I'm a big fan of the Wii U. I still call it a PU. Okay. Uh, okay. I call the Xbox the Xbone, and I call the PS4 the piss poor. And as soon as we come up with something for the Switch, I will call it that too. Because I think those names are funny. Well, the Switch uh, is too good to have a name like that from what I've heard. It, we will find um, one eventually. Yes. Because uh, I actually happen to, to decently like my PS4 that I've gotten recently. Uh, my point is, point yes. is, is I'll have Switch, a review of the Switch. He'll have a review of the PS4. Hmm. This should probably be pretty close. If there's going to be really any difference, it's going to be in... Um, uh, like running quality. Like, well, stay tuned we... for our reviews to find yeah. out. I would say, uh, but yeah, I imagine. Well, you know, the game releases on Friday, um, yes. which is soon. Uh, so uh, uh, and, and yeah, it's it's going to come down to our kind of schedules for mm. stuff. Well, yeah, I might, and we want to have time to play the game as well. Um, yes, I have done a review for the Weird Science Podcast. Plug their two hundred episodes coming up in two weeks. Um, uh, of uh, Injustice Two for them. Okay. And, uh, I basically powered through that, like the campaign, both parts of it, mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of the multiplayer stuff in about roughly through 36 hours. Mm. Like it, it was released a little early, so I, I didn't end up having to pull a complete all nighter, but like I, I powered through it. And while it was fun and I, I did like it, um, and I gave it a pretty decent score because it's, it's a pretty good fighting game. At the same time, I lost a lot of the enjoyment of playing it and experiencing mm. it because I had to just power through it yes um and, and i i basically said i basically said i didn't want to have that happen that said a week maybe maybe like two weeks because if scheduling doesn't go perfect 
um, is, is a sufficient time to kind of play through at least the main campaign. And, and yeah, get... well, at the end of the day, it's a fighting game, so it's not going to take... It's, it's, it's no Red Dead Redemption 2, Mark. I mean, um, see that. Injustice's campaign was like six to eight hours. So that's I don't know true, yeah. Injustice had a very long campaign. I don't know if... Uh, from I, I, I watched a couple of reviews. Uh, I don't think it will have as substantial a campaign. Um, but still, I'm very much looking forward to playing it. And, yes, uh, and I, and I want to get a good idea of at least... Uh, no... I want to get a good idea of and play with for at least a little while with all the characters. Mm. Um, yeah, because if you find a character immediately that's just completely broken, that's bad game design. Yes, especially if you didn't patch that really quickly, considering how the game's been out for uh, a month or so plus month plus uh, in Japan for oh, a yeah. while. Yeah, uh, well, I, enough that they can release what like two DLCs at this stage, because um, Endeavor's uh, yes. coming out as well. Well, Endeavor's uh, pre-order, pre-order stuff, so I'm not sure. But yes, so we'll we'll have that uh, in it, and at the very least, we will have our normal podcast next week. At the very least, you can you can hope, Mark. Um, even even with the spooky times coming with Halloween. Yes, um, next week uh, on Wednesday, from this recording at least, is uh, Halloween in the states. Oh well, not just in the states, Mark. I'd say all over the world. Yeah, some places don't participate. Oh, well, that's, that's true. Um, and uh, just maybe look at uh my Twitter. Come next uh, next Monday, Tuesday, oh. Wednesday. Uh, that's uh Chalion X. That's at C H A L I O N X. Uh, on Twitter for maybe some uh carved pumpkins of some characters. Ooh. Just uh, just turn that. Keep your ears and eyes peeled to that Twitter account. And you can also follow me. Uh, well, yeah, it sounded good though, right? Um, yes. You can keep your eyes peeled to me on the Twitters at LJ <laughs> underscore Hollywood. How smooth was that? And uh, you can, I'm sure whatever uh, uh, Charlie on X might be implying there, I'm sure that Hero Notes pod on Twitter will definitely retweet it. Uh, so you can keep your eyes on that for all the latest Hero Notes news. But Mark, at the end of the day, what do we gotta do? We gotta uh, tell all our listeners that, uh, you know, whatever it is they find themselves doing, to go beyond Plus Ultra Style and to stay tuned for the next episode of Hero Notes. Same hero time. Same hero channel.